66. And we'll try to stand if you're able. <clears throat> Sing. Leave your sorrows and come alone. 166. says, leave them and come along with me. Can we say that in our life? Page 177.
my mind, and I think this has happened before, but I kind of just pictured it in my mind and kind of felt it. It was almost like this strong arm, just I was laying in the bed, just kind of lifted me up, did like that. And as soon as I pictured that, I started speaking in tongues right there in the bed. And I, I really, I feel like, you know, that song says, "'Tis not rest for which I pray, but to feel His loving arm around me." We sing that song, Living by Faith. You know, faith right. isn't always understanding. We don't always get it, you know, but we just walk. We walk by faith. And it says, uh, that song that we sing in the hymn, it talks about, uh, and it's something about his arm. It doesn't say arms. It says arm. And, it, and when I pictured that arm, it was almost like, maybe it's just me, but it was almost like it was a very strong arm. Yes. It wasn't like my little noodle arm. It was very strong. <laughs> and I, I just thank the Lord that he's there. I thank the Lord that, that he's always there. You know, that body comforter. I appreciate it. Thank the Lord. I do appreciate the Lord for helping me. Um, last Sunday when I was back home, um, kind of been like, I guess you call it testing the waters. And I've been just going different places and praying. I'm just saying praying differently. Home, here, a lot, there, anyway. And um, the Holy Ghost really came by and helped us in the service up there with my Uncle Lim and um, shouted me all over the place. And I really needed it. And it was um, some of y'all knows what's going on for him to come to me and things like that and in the situation that's going on even back there that you know people know but the Holy Ghost just come down and really helped me and um, I know uh, I told Sister Teresa and them I think maybe Todd I, a couple weeks ago I was here at the church praying couldn't get nowhere um, I was just I was kind of aggravated I couldn't get nowhere sometimes you get to that that little that point to where you know you're either going to give up your prayer or you're going to have to do something drastic to get over and the only thing I could think of uh, as I said, Lord, please pray for me. You know, intercede for me. And as I started walking around the church, I just kept saying it over and over. And I said, Jesus, please, Jesus, I need you to pray for me. I don't know what to pray. And then the Holy Ghost came down. And about for about 35 minutes, I just walked around here speaking in tongues and, and then just raised my hands trying to worship Him. And He was just helping me. I enjoyed it so much, you know. And each day, it's like I've strived for that more and more just to get... Just give them to come down in prayer, you know, even if we can't be in the service all the time. You know, that's what I, I've been striving for, you know. And So sometimes it's back there, and sometimes it's up here, and sometimes it's there, and sometimes it's in the little room at the house, and sometimes it's at somebody's house that's abandoned across from Todd's on their front porch. But the Lord comes by and He helps me, and I really appreciate it. Amen. So. Praise God. And to thank it's for all of us. Yeah.
Amen. Have you exchanged your trophies? Amen. Have you laid yourself down? So very important that we recognize who we are, where we're at, which way we're heading. Amen. And uh, it does, it takes the, the low path to make it to heaven. It takes the way, way of the cross. It takes kneeling. You know, a lot of people don't like to kneel. Huh? Because that's a sign of subjection. To be subjected under the Lord. I don't know about you, I can't think of a greater person to be under subjection to. Amen? But I tell you what else, as a Christian, I'm subject, the Bible said we are subject one to another. Aren't you glad about that? Amen. God is able to help us. Well, in trouble again tonight. <clears throat> Let's turn to the uh, next to the last book of the Bible, Jude chapter 1. Jude chapter 1. Amen. And uh, just a few things I'd like to pluck out of here if I can. We are living in the last days. We're living in perilous times. But that does not mean that you have to be backslid. You don't have to go the other direction. You don't have to fail. Amen. So, starting in verse 1, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. Mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, speak evil of dignitaries, yet Michael and the archangel, uh, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst, not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, 
the Lord rebuked thee. But these speak evil of things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts. In the, those things they corrupt themselves. Woe to them, for they have gone the way of Cain and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward and uh, perish in the gainsaying of Korah. These are spots in your feast of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, cared about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots, raging waves of sea, foaming out their shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of His saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodlily committed and of all their hard speeches which, the, uh, which ungodly sinners have spoken against Him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you that uh, there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lust, these be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and of some having compassion, have compassion, make a, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now, unto him that is able to keep you from falling yeah. and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty and power both now and ever. Amen. 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 Let's bow our heads. Dear Jesus, we thank You, Lord. We thank You, Lord, that Your natural brother, Amen, finally came around and saw who You were. Thank You for that. Thank You, Jesus. Oh God, that even those who, who may doubt and unbelieve at times, You'll still be able to draw them in. And in here tonight, I pray, Lord, those under the sound of my voice, that those who may be doubting or who are looking the other way, who do not recognize that they are like Korah and these others, are gainsayers mocking God and mocking Your ways. I pray, Lord, turn them about. Have mercy on them. Help them, dear Jesus, we pray. And Lord, I thank You for the faithful. Those who will stand firm. 
Those who are unmovable and unshakable. Amen. Standing. Standing. Amen. Ready at any battle, at any time, to hold on for You, Lord Jesus. Thank You. Thank You, Lord. Thank You for the salvation that we can know with a surety. And Lord, that we know that we have not saved ourselves, but Lord, by Your blood and by Your grace and Your mercy, You saved us and You're keeping us. Have Your way here in this service here tonight, we pray. In Your blessed, holy, righteous, and wonderful name, that name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. Here are so many things to unpack. But this is where we're living at. Amen. As I mentioned in my prayer, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James. The brother of James. The book that we have here, James. That's his brother. Both of them are related. Amen. Both of them were brothers to Jesus in the natural. Same mother, different father. Amen. And so uh, uh, both of them uh, came to the Lord as did Mary. It's amazing that Mary knew all that she knew, but yet there was times she doubted her own son. She doubted what he was doing. Doubted that he, you know, I, I point to one particular place where uh, she comes with uh, James and, and uh, Jude. Amen. And basically it sounds to me like they're doubting that Christ hadn't lost his mind. Huh? That's what they're kind of believing. They say, hey, tell him that his mama and his brothers want him to come out. Amen. I appreciate the Lord. Are you willing? Are you willing to give up mom and dad for Jesus? Hello? I thank the Lord. He doesn't actually make us do that. Only when it comes about godly things. Amen. To them that are sanctified by God the Father. Amen. Are you sanctified? Woo! Amen. There's a lot of folks that are under the impression that they can uh, get saved and they can just go for 15 or 20 years and then later on they might become sanctified. And I don't know how long they go with that before they believe, you know, they might look at and try to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God wants us to be saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Woo! And with fire. Amen. Uh, Used to be that uh, whenever uh, Jesus baptized them, they got it. They got what they needed. Amen. Used to be there were uh, different churches. They didn't believe you were truly saved unless when you came up out of the water, you were speaking in tongues. Hello? God doesn't expect it to be a long, drawn-out process. The only reason it's long and drawn out is how wicked the world is? No. Well, if we had a better preacher? No. (laughs) Believe it or not. Amen. It's not necessarily about me. Amen. It's about you. How fast are you willing to give up? Amen. Raise them hands and say, Lord, I surrender all. 
Amen. I appreciate Jude. He says, Mercy and peace unto you and love be multiplied. These are the greetings of a Christian. Amen. We do want mercy and peace and love multiplied to those, amen, who know the Lord. But those who don't know the Lord, unfortunately, they won't have that. And so he came on and began to talk about those who have crept in unawares. I didn't, in that message that Teresa referenced before I got to preaching about uh, homemade religion, the next chapter that I didn't preach from, basically the Danites came through going to take part of their territory. And so they came because they knew that there was an ephod and a Levite and a teraphim, an idol. And so they came through, and you know what they did? They stole all that from that man in the house. And then they went and took it to Shechem. You ever heard of Shechem? Shechem ended up being their main city. And you know what they did after they took that city and made it a a city of Dan? Amen. They set those idols up there, and those idols stayed there until the Lord sent them off to Babylon. Hundreds of years later. I can't explain it to you, but I can just tell you, somehow or another, God can have mercy on some things, but I'm telling you, in this day and hour, God's wanting us to be pure and true unto Him. Amen. No preacher religion. I don't have to worry about that here, do I? Thank the Lord. Amen. But there are places. Preacher religion. I have to be honest with you. I had a little preacher religion when I first got saved. Amen. I did. But you know what? Now I've got Jesus religion. Amen. Who are you serving? Amen. I hope you're serving the Lord. There are certain men who have crept in unawares. They are ungodly men ordained to condemnation, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. Amen. I don't know that they had pool parties back there, but they probably did have makeup and uh, hairstyling uh, things, you know. Y'all ever heard of a a woman named Jezebel? Yeah, come on. It's amazing that uh, beauty salons. There are a bunch of them named Jezebel. Did y'all know that? Huh? Wow. Would you go to one? Not me. Not me. Even if I wasn't living right, I wouldn't go to one like that. But they, they are turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. Mm-hmm. We are eat up with lasciviousness in America. Yeah. Amen. It's in our um, it's in the advertisements. Amen. I, I appreciate that, uh, you know, some of the, well, at least I don't know self-checkout at Walmart, but, you know, there are places that when you go down the aisle, you don't even want to look at the stuff because of what's going on. <coughs> Lasciviousness. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. You say, well, everybody pretty much in America accepts Jesus Christ. No, they don't. 
But did you know denying Jesus doesn't mean that you say, I don't believe He didn't live. It doesn't mean uh, you don't believe in the historical Jesus. It doesn't mean that. What it means is you deny His Word and His laws. Amen? And you deny the punishment. Amen? And likewise, you deny the gifts that God gives. I appreciate the Lord. Not only is there judgment, but there are gifts and there are blessings and there are helps, amen, that God has given to us. And if we're not enjoying them, it's like my mama said, if you get up from the table it's your, and you're hungry, it's your fault. If we don't have the blessings of God, there's nobody's fault but your own. Amen. And so, these deny of Jesus Christ. Amen. And, uh, and Jude reminds us about how the people were, were delivered out of Egypt. Remember, it was a, what kind? A mixed multitude. That's what we have today. Jesus knew the latter day church would be a mixed church. When I first started our church, my intentions was to have a holy church. A pure church. One without sinners. You weren't going to stick around very long at my church. Amen. At that time. And, and be a sinner. But God taught me different. We're all progressing at different rates. I tried and tried when I was younger to get in those advanced classes. But to get in those advanced classes, you have to be advanced. And so, Todd, I just couldn't make it. Huh? There were people that could do math, or, you know, and they could go through a book in no time flat. My wife was one of the fastest readers I ever had met in my life. She could read one of them books in no time flat, and it'd take me a long time just to read a single book. Amen? But you see, God's wanting to save everyone. And however long it takes, Man, I'm so glad the Lord's patience Amen. with us. I'm so glad. Now, you have to realize it's on a two-way street. You can't deny Him, and you can't turn your back on Him and expect Him to continue to have patience. Amen? Uh, I've said many times, you know, I've never been in and out of church, but I've been up and down. Amen. And I've been kind of slow at times. I remember when it seemed like all those my same age just took off. Amen. Way ahead of me. And most all of those that took off like that are backslid and away from God today. But I thank the Lord. Little by little, He helped me. Yeah. You ever give up? I surrender, Lord. Only to find out maybe a year or two later, you thought you had surrendered everything, but there was more. Huh? That's because we don't know ourselves like the Lord knows us. Amen. And so, uh, we are living in a time of Sodom and Gomorrah. We're living in just a bad time today as that. Uh, uh, it's a time where marriage is on the decline, not because of homosexual relationships, but because people just don't want to be bound by marriage. 
Can you imagine that? That's where we're at. Amen. Notice this. It says, And likewise these filthy dreamers, they defile the flesh. They despise dominion. Huh? I know, I say it a lot of times, I'm nothing, folks. But I am pastor. Huh? You know, uh, I think I heard this past weekend that uh, they're even uh, grabbing policemen in some of these cities where they're rioting and dragging them off, you know, and dragging them away from different places. Uh, they're despising dominion. They don't want a leader. Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me how to do. Don't tell me what to think. Don't tell me what's wrong and right. I know it all. We're living in a day. Amen. And it's getting worse. It's not getting better. And so they despise dominion and they speak evil of dignitaries. Those people who God has put in place of leadership. Let me tell you something. Every wicked leader, God will get around to them. Every wicked leader. There were times in my youth I could not understand how can that guy be a preacher? I know what he's doing in secret. How can that be going on? Amen. And the old timers would say, you just pray. Don't get bitter. Amen. Don't be rebellious. Come on. And in time, God did deal with those leaders. Come on. You have to realize we're not here to be over things. We're here to follow Jesus Christ. Amen. And then it goes on and talks about uh, uh, these who are, who are brute beasts. Amen. We're in a day and a time where, you know, I, these kids right here, they don't know what bullying is. They don't know. Now Jeff and I know what bullying is. You ever got bullied, Jeff? Oh yeah. Amen. Brother Jackie, yeah, we got bullied, you know, but that was back when also you'd turn around and you'd say, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Come on. They knew good and well we weren't going to kill them. But today, you don't know about these crazies. Amen. But uh, the bullying, we're in a time where people bully one another. It's horrible. Amen. And uh, the old time bullying is coming back. Amen. Where people are using their fists to, uh, to try to settle out disagreements. And I want to tell you something. God's against that. My Bible says, follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. You want to see God? Follow peace. Well, I will. If they're walking down this side of the road, amen, I'll just cross over to the other side of the road. That's not following peace. We're to pursue after it. We're to try our best to have peace. Now, folks, we cannot have peace at the price of compromise. But you can be peaceable in standing for God. Hello? You can be peaceable 
standing for the Lord. And so he goes on and he says, talks about uh, those who are greedy. Amen. And those who are only serving God for what they can get out of it. Amen. They're the ones that follow Christ because of the uh, bread and the fish. Amen. And the miracles. Amen. He talks, he goes on, these are spots of your uh, spots in your feast of charity or in your love. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Do you still fear God? Show me someone who is willing to cut corners and willing to, well, I know they're a weak brother, and so I just won't do it in front of them. You know, but they do whatever they want to do. They go to their places of amusement. They put television and, and horrible things in front of them. They, they go to the movies. Amen. They don't care what's going on. Amen. These are those who are, you know, they don't have fear. They don't have fear. Many years ago, um, there's two times my wife and I, and you know, I, I'd put the blame on me. It was me. But I remember one time uh, I said, Honey, it's just us in the motel room. He uh-huh. said, uh, I always wanted to see this movie. <laughs> and so I watched part of it. It was a horror movie. Yep, I can't tell you all about it because I didn't watch the whole thing. (laughs) It scared me. But I remember there was some kind of creature, one from the Black Lagoon, where they would grab these men and they glue them up on top of the wall, and then they would plant the egg of their young and inside of that, that, that person. Amen. And somehow or another, those uh, creatures were able to keep those people alive and they didn't want to live. They wanted to die. And the fear of God come across me. Amen. Remembering in the the book of Revelations, there would be people who would seek death and could not find it. Amen. And I'm going to tell you something. We didn't finish the movie. We turned that thing off. We repented. Amen. I'm telling you, it is important on what you look at and what you listen to. Amen. Don't be sliding over to the the rock and roll stations or the country music stations or the the, uh, bluegrass station. You better stick with the Word of God. And if you can't be sticking with that, don't listen. You don't need it. Amen. Feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water. You ever found some folks that are dry? Dry as a bone. They never get in church. You never see them raise their hands. You never see them run the aisles. You never see them a little bit. My, my old pastor used to say, if some of you would just move your... A little bit, some I know if he was alive or not. Amen. But uh, some people are so dry. Amen. Dry. Amen. And they don't realize it. Why are they dry? Because they don't have God in them. Right. Yeah, Jesus. Because where the Spirit of the Lord is, 
there's liberty. Amen. When you get to the place where you don't care what so-and-so says, amen, you'll raise your hand and whoop, amen, and cry and say, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen, amen. But there are some that are just, oh, I'm sorry. Like some of y'all, just bump on a log. Amen. Carried about. Trees whose fruits withered up. You know something? I think some of the problem is y'all don't have any imagination. Come on. Have you ever seen a two-month-old banana? That's fruit that's been withered up. You ever found an apple that had rolled to the back of the refrigerator? Huh? And you didn't know it was there? That's fruit that's withered up. Take a bite out of it. See how enjoyable that is. Amen. Amen. God doesn't want us to be this uh, withered up fruit, twice dead and plucked up by the roots. God wants us alive. You say, well, that's why I needed that Starbucks before church. No. I'm talking about the real Spirit of God. You need the Holy Ghost in your life. You need a cleansing. You need a reviving. Amen. You need Him inside of you. Amen. There are times, and I wish I could tell you that I'm as perfect as all y'all think I am. But uh, uh, there are some times I can feel that anger rising up. And I want to do what I tell y'all a lot of times not to do. I want to give them a piece of my mind. But you see, that's where the Holy Ghost comes by and it says, answer softly. Answer with love. Answer with compassion. Amen. Those times that I have spoken, hello. You don't see many preachers that are honest about what they're really like. Amen. But those times I have spoken on my own, out of my own flesh, I've regretted it. It's not worth it. Amen. We need the Spirit of the Lord in us at all times. Amen. Raging waves. Woo! Ever had someone chew you out? Make you feel like you got cussed out and they never used a cuss word? Raging. Come on. <laughs> Scriptures, Psalms chapter 2 talks about why do the heathen rage? Book of James talks a little bit about that and says, you know, the reason why is because they lust and they cannot fulfill their lust. Yeah. Right. Amen. Lust is not always a sexual sin. It is a desire. Sometimes it is a desire for control. Sometimes it is a desire, amen, to have someone around them. Sometimes it's a desire to do what I want to do. And so, we don't need that. Wandering stars. I think that's like a shooting star. To whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Amen. Amen. You know, we're going to judge the world. 
How's your judgment now? Huh? How's your judgment now? I want to tell you something. I, I appreciate y'all. Y'all have grown over the last 12, 15 months. Some of you are not quite as trigger happy about making a judgment call just because of a few things that you've heard. Because a lot of times, it's all according to the whole story. Where it's all come from. What's all happening. Amen. So, the Lord's coming with 10,000 of His saints to what? We're going to judge the world. Amen. To execute judgment and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against Him. You know, not all ungodly people cuss. But when they talk against the miracles, when they talk against the Word of God, when they talk against healing, amen, and salvation, I, I, I appreciate and I'm with you to a certain extent. I understand people want others to truly, genuinely get saved. I do too. But folks... Don't get so hard that when a person, they may be stepping a thousand miles, you may not realize it, in their little step toward Christ. Take it. Amen. I didn't know nothing about holiness. Amen. I said a little old prayer and I felt something. Amen. I noticed a couple days later I quit cussing. Come on. You know, simple little prayer. If you just look at me, you think... He didn't get nothing. Come on. Be careful. Don't put the bar of a person being saved so high up. Amen. All it takes. Jesus gave so many examples of folks that got saved easily. It's not hard to get saved. It's hard to stay saved. Amen. And so, but we're to to be an example. We're going to judge. And um, I know, I know. Well, Brother Jeff, they're judging me. Yep. Huh? Yep. You ever had someone come around to you and say, well, they're talking about me. They are. Hello? Y'all here? Or y'all just shocked that I would say that? Huh? They are talking about you. Amen? You showed out. What do you expect? You didn't act godly. So what do you expect? Amen? And if, and I thank y'all, because I don't believe in all this chatter, chatter, chatter and spreading everything. Oh, did you hear? I don't believe in all that. We're not supposed to be doing that. But I'm going to tell you something. Somebody is. Amen? Somebody is. And so if you don't want them to talk bad about you, act right. Talk right. Amen. Be godly. Amen. That way if they say something about you, make sure that they have to lie when they try to pull your name down. Amen. But these who are ungodly, notice this, they're murmurers. 
complainers, walking after their own lust. And their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's person in admiration because of advantage. Sounds like Twitter to me. <laughs> Just read your news, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Amen. Complainers. I want to talk to you ladies. Don't complain. Don't complain every time you go to the uh, restaurant and they get your order wrong. Don't complain every time that somebody ships you something and they shipped it wrong. Come on. Uh, men, don't be complaining about how Brother Jeff just drones on and on and, and all. I, I'm telling you, we've had all that kind of stuff. If the shoe fits, wear it. Do you murmur? Murmuring. Oh, I wish he'd just get on with it. That's murmuring. Talking under the breath. It's funny whenever it's children. But when they grow up. I have to be honest with you. Some of y'all are still funny. But anyway. Don't be murmurs. Don't be complainers. I've got to hurry. Walking after their own lust. Their own desires. Amen. Coming up to some folks because, you know, they, uh, they got money and, or whatever and patting them on the back saying, oh, you're doing so great. You're such a great Christian. No. Don't be doing that. Amen. And how they told you that there should be mockers in the last time. Let me talk. All you young children especially. Huh? All you young children, don't mock somebody older who's speaking in the Holy Ghost or running the aisles. Amen. And even if somebody is not in the Holy Ghost, be careful. Don't be playing about that because you become a mocker. Amen. You know why I don't like Christian community? Um, um, uh, what do they call those guys? Uh, Christian um, comedians. Most of the time, they're making fun of church people. Huh? Mockers in the last days, walking after their own lust. These be they who separate themselves. <coughs> Folks, I know I preach on it, and it's probably not going to do a bit of good for me to preach on it again. But here we go. Brother Jeff doesn't like cliques. I don't like little groups. And Brother Jeff understands as well as anybody that there's some of you in here that don't like others. Isn't that strange? And some over here don't like these others. And so that's why sometimes these groups get along or separate themselves. Sometimes it's on your part. You're invited, but you just don't want to go. Yes. 